Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Nicholas Henriksen. Nicholas, you are the co-founder of With Clutch, and it's at withclutch.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. Nicholas, you solve a problem that's kind of like, duh. I could listen. 13 years of studying and leading consumer behavior. Uh, Hopefully, you have some data behind uh, the numbers out there. What a huge market for the problem that you solve. So yeah. if that isn't a good tease and a softball for you, I don't know what is, tell us what With Clutch does. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll tell you my story that provides more context in a second. But uh, so With Clutch is a digital platform to refinance auto loans. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's 100 million auto loans out there. 100 million Americans have an auto loan. 79% of people who have a loan got the loan at the dealership. Yeah, because people shop for cars, they don't shop for loans. And then what happens is you fall in love with a car, you test drive it, you just want to be done with it. And then the, the, the actual fight starts when you're talking to the financing manager. And the financing manager doesn't want to give you the loan that's best for you. No, nope. he gives you the loan that pays the dealership the highest referral fee. And yeah. So the second you drive off the lot, you can already refinance and save 1000s of dollars. Okay, say that last sentence again. Because <laughs> again, my consumer brain is going <laughs> red alert. Pay attention to what Nicholas just said. The, the second you drive of the dealership lot, you can save thousands of dollars through yeah. re- refinancing your auto loan. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, how did you put all of this together? And first off, so you were um, explain what you did with Carvana. Yeah. So I'm from Germany originally. I moved to the US in '11. Went to Stanford Business School. In 13, I started a company with my friend and co-founder, Chris. He's a huge car enthusiast. His first car was a DeLorean. That's how much he loves cars. <laughs> so, he doesn't still own it, does he? No, he didn't. Uh, he oh. had to sell it. His mom actually made him sell it. Ah. Um, and so we, we got into the business of, like, we built a digital platform to sell used cars online. Uh-huh. We raised $10 million, venture funding, grew the company. And in 2017, four years after we started, we sold the company to Carvana. And that's how the whole team and my co-founder and I became part of the Carvana family, became really good friends and uh, colleagues of the founders and executives over there Mm -hmm. and um, helped Carvana over the last three years. And so that obviously was an incredible ride. We, um, I ran the business of buying cars from consumers. So if you wanted to buy a car or sell a car to Mm -hmm. Carvana, like that experience, I was responsible for that. And then after three years with Carvana, Chris and I, we, like the entrepreneurial buck bit again. And so we left to build this platform for refinancing. And the, the insight for it came when we were still running our own company and realized there were tensions between what, what was good for the business and what was right for the customer. Mm-hmm. When customers asked us for loans. And so we, we wanted to give customers the best loans. But we also realized that the tension exists. And so if it exists, other dealerships might not do that. They might not give customers the best loan, but might give customers the loan that pays them most. 
uh, as a dealership. And so that's why we wanted to address that problem. Okay. So you come up with the idea, you're like, hey, this, when did you learn that this was a problem? That was in 2016, actually. 2016 and, is when we ran our company still. Yeah. And, but when did you discover and how did you discover that this was a big problem? Yeah. So we, customers reached out, wanted to buy our cars. And then when we asked them, how are you planning on paying for the car? A lot of them said, oh, I need a loan. Can you help me with that? Mm-hmm. And we were partnering with a lot of banks. Some paid us high referral fees. Others paid us lower referral fees. Mm. And so we noticed, holy moly, there's two loans we can present to the customer. One is a little bit more expensive for the customer, high interest rate, but pays us a lot more money. Mm. So maybe we should do that, but that's wrong for the customer. And so that's how we saw that there's like some information asymmetry that leads to customers not ending up in good loans. And it's actually... Not only do you get a bad loan the, di- the day you buy a car, if you improve your credit, if you make payments for 6, 12, or 18 months, sure, you improve your credit and you would qualify for a lower rate, but your rate is stuck at the time when you bought the car. Yeah. Uh, so I- I'm curious if you know the answer to this. Uh, you know, the typical dealership, I wonder how much profit do they make on the sale of the car versus how much profit do they make from financing? So the typical dealership makes a lot more money on the financing and insurance products. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) So what happens is actually there's a lot of data. 10 years ago, the average margin on a car was 10%. So if you sell a car worth $20,000, the dealer would make Mm $2,000. That margin dropped by 20%. So now the average margin is 8%. So dealer makes on a $20,000 car $1,600. So they lost 20% on margin on the car. But in the meantime, the margin or the gross profit per car on the back end, financing and insurance, grew by 35%. Mm. Uh, today, dealerships sell you more products that you might not even need and you might not be well-educated because you haven't done the research. They tell more customers you should get financing, even if you don't need it. They'll convince you to make a, a little down, only a small down payment because the higher the, the board amount, the higher the referral fee. And then they'll mark up the rates. So they'll give you a rate that's not the lowest you can get, but they give you one in which they participated in the profit. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so uh, if, so with Clutch.com, so that's going to help you refinance. Is, are there any, would, any best practices that you'd recommend if someone's going to be making a car purchase or is, can they go to with Clutch ahead of time? Yeah, good question. So there, there's two thoughts. A, the... Let's go into with Clutch and why we're building what we're building. The, the challenge is for refinancing, you're saving, say, $50 a month. Mm. That doesn't feel like a ton of money. It's meaningful. But in the past, in order to save these $50, you needed to visit banks in person. You literally oh, need to go from yeah. one branch to the next to the credit union. You didn't know whether or not you would actually save money. You didn't know what the rate, best, rate, best rate would be. And so you couldn't do a lot of online research. Mm. Now, we want to change that. We want to make it so easy that you can do it from the comfort of your home. The way we structured it right now, you give us your phone number. We pull up all your personal details with your consent. We pull up your loans with your consent. We'll pull up your vehicles with your consent. And we'll tell you, okay, so if you have that loan on that vehicle, we can save you X dollars. Click here and you're done with it. So it needs to be digital and really, really convenient. Otherwise, people just jump. They they don't go through the whole experience. Mm. And then your other question is, can you also get a loan from us if you buy a car? The problem with offering loans to people who are in the market to buy a car is that 
a they're not looking for a loan they're looking for a car at the time yeah right and even if you have a loan the loan is just a necessary even that's just a formality that's how i get that's how i get the car that i want exactly um and so even if you have a loan if you're pre-qualified and you take your existing loan to the dealership the dealer will still try to convince you to use one of his banks and lenders yeah um, he'll match the rate, but he'll still get a referral fee. And so yeah. offering as a business, offering loans to people before they buy a car is impossible. Uh, so what kind of interest, I'm just out of curiosity, you know, some of the horror stories that you've seen of like APRs that yep. people are paying with, you know, especially do does with clutch, uh, the sub, are you primarily interested in helping the subprime market or? Yep. Yeah. Good question. So there, there's three three segments in the market. There's prime, let's say everybody with a credit score above 700. There's near prime between 600 and 700. And then there's challenge credit or subprime, everybody with below 600 credit score. Now, if if you were prime at the time you bought a car, you know your rate. Like prime mm-hmm. customers know that they should get around 2 to 3%. Mm-hmm. The best lenders are credit unions because they're nonprofits. Uh, they don't make a lot of money, don't need to. So if you're prime, you just go to a credit union. If you're near prime, you go to Capital One or Chase or Bank of America, Wells Fargo. And if you're subprime, below 600, the, the, the institution you usually work with are, are subprime lenders focused on subprime lending. They're really, really good at repossessing cars because that's part of what they need to do to make their business work. <laughs> yeah. And so the secret here is we're targeting people who, who moved in credit. They migrated from subprime to prime. Uh, no, sorry, from subprime to near prime or from near prime to prime. So if you had 650 credit score, you got your loan with Capital One, you move your credit score to 720. Now we'll swap your loan out of Capital One and put you in a loan with a credit union. And the same happens if you had a loan with, say, Santander Consumer, that's a subprime bank, and you approved your credit, we'll refinance the Santander loan and give you a Capital One loan, for example. So it's yeah. people who move in credit who we can help. Yeah. Um, so Nicholas, what is your, uh, so obviously you've recently launched, um, yep. what, what, how do you bring this to market? Good question. So, um, a couple of thoughts. Number one is how do you reach people who want to sub- who want to refinance their car? And so mm. you have put things into perspective in 2019, 47%. So half of all the people who applied and got a mortgage were refinancings. Um, that's because interest rate drops mm-hmm. in the same time less than 5% of all the auto loans were refinancings. And so people just don't know that you can do it. People are just right. not aware of it. And that's, that makes targeting a little bit difficult because on Google, for example, people enter, hey, for mortgage, people enter, what's the lowest rate on my house or what's the best mortgage? In the car space, it's not like that. The majority of people don't look for how do I refinance my car. They look for how can I save on my monthly payments? Mm-hmm. And so in order to target people through Google, for example, you need to really understand the consumer. Just like you said, Josh, you need to understand the consumer and the mind and the behavior to catch people at the right moment in time to be to offer your, your service. Otherwise, it might just look like spam at the time. Um, yeah, so, uh, so is, are, are, in terms of like... Uh, are you looking for associations, partners? Yeah. Uh, do you, you know, are you just advertising direct to consumers? Good question. So you have, you have, as I said, you have a segment that knows you can refinance. It's small. And you have a segment that doesn't know you can refinance your auto loan. 
Mm. Even the small segment is more than a million searches on Google every month. So there yeah. you work with Google, advertise on Google, and, and present your value proposition to people who are looking. Yeah, the People who don't know you can refinance. That's where partnerships are really handy. You work with um, credit repair um, companies, for example, or you yep. work with um, personal finance bloggers who talk about personal finance, and you tell them, hey, present my value proposition so your readers and your audience can hear about it. You go on podcasts so you can get the word out. So mm -hmm. these are a lot of channels that have been working for us. Yeah, I could totally see that. I would imagine a lot of... Um, you know, again, content producers, working exactly. with content producers. Um, do, you have, do you have plans um, to set up an affiliate program, anything like that? Yeah, so we're in the process of incorporating these. There's obviously bigger pages with lots of visitors. Think of Credit Karma, for example. Yeah, right. Credit Karma has a whole section for your auto. Mm -hmm. And then one section to sell your car. We built that at Carvana. So if you want to sell your car at Credit Karma, you actually sell it to Carvana, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So you have this really cool experience where Carvana picks up your car. For the refinance, you don't have a good solution yet. You want it to be fully digital, and so our plan is to integrate with Credit Karma, for example, if they're interested, yeah. and other affiliates. Yeah, I love this. Now, you, um, Nicholas, you've been an investor in a number of companies. Like you're, I'm going through your LinkedIn. Man, in your history, your experience history just goes on and on and on. <laughs> you, you've had your hands and you've had your uh, fingers in a few pies. Yeah, so we, we obviously got lucky with this with the sale to Carvana. It worked out financially very well for us. And so now what I want to do is do what a lot of people did with me. They helped me get started. Yeah. When we got our first company started, for example, one of our mentors had lunch with me. We, we grabbed a drink and then I kept telling him about selling cars. And he said, hey, it sounds like you want to build a car business. If you're interested to pursue that, I'd love to invest $50,000. Uh -huh. um, that's obviously a bigger check size than I'm writing. Uh, but uh, that's how we got started. And now uh, I want to be helpful to mostly all of these founders are really good friends of mine. Yeah. Get the momentum going. And fundraising, it's all about momentum. Give, give them a check early so they can tell the next investors, oh, somebody else already invested. And so I want to be that person for my friends. Mm. Um, well, good. So I guess over the next year to two or three, what are we going to see with Clutch doing in terms of like growth plans? What's on your What's on your whiteboard? Yeah, good question. So you think you can start a business in two to three years? It actually always takes ten. Yeah. So don't expect me to be like IPOing in three years yet. But the, uh -huh. the goal is actually, and I'm glad you're asking, is a slightly different one. So we we want to get customers uh, get their attention through refinancing. What we really want to build is a. a a platform or an app or an experience where we check in with all your vehicle related expenses uh -huh. and check in with you on a regular basis and tell you, Hey Josh, now you should, uh, you should renegotiate your insurance or Hey, now's a good time to sell your car. Yeah. Prices are high. Now refinance, now get a new warranty, now cancel that product. <coughs> so um, I can provide a lot of value down the road. That's the goal. And then the main motivator behind all of that is we've just, now that we've been in the, in the car space for seven years, We've seen how interest rates on car loans can be as high as 29%. It's crazy. Mm. People get stuck. Like you, 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 have, you had like a misfortune or an emergency in the family and then your credit slipped. You need a car. And then getting out of the hole is really, really hard. Nobody helps you. And so we want to be the people like very mission driven to help you improve your credit and get out of the hole, which, is, which feels to me like doing my part to addressing income inequality. Uh, that's the mission. Yeah. 
Excellent. All right. Well, Nicholas Henriksen, co-founder of With Clutch. You're on the web at withclutch.com. Uh, aside from someone who knows that they're overpaying on their auto loan. I mean, you right now you could just go and use the calculator and you could yep. find out for sure. You could just see, can I save some money? And guaranteed if you're paying, you know, if you're paying north of like 10% or whatever, I'm you sure that there's some savings try, opportunity. Yeah. Goodness. I hope that that's not you. If you're listening to this podcast, you need to fix that. <laughs> so again, exactly. with clutch.com, Nicholas, any, anything else that you'd recommend for people? I would recommend if, if there's a founder out there or somebody who wants to start a business and is a little stuck, doesn't know how to get going, feel free to get in touch with me. Maybe Joshi can put my LinkedIn link in, in the show notes. You can find me under Nicholas Hendrickson on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Feel free to connect. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear what you're building. I'd love to be a sounding board. I'd love to give advice or I can tell you what worked for us. And so hopefully I can help. Yeah, it's it's uh, serving in, in that regard, it's, you know, I, I walk out of those, you know, it's a, if it's a pro bono mentoring or being on a board or, I mean, it's, it's addictive. It really is. It's just that it's the greatest feeling to be able to bring your experience. Um, so I understand yeah, why you do that. You always get something, like, be it a hug, be it like a really nice word or, or it just feels good to help and people have helped me. So I want to give back. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Nicholas Henriksen, co-founder of With Clutch. Thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120 thousand social media fans totally free now can you also hook us up now in your podcast player right now please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review we promise to read it all and take action we believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world your feedback helps us fulfill that mission and while you're at it hit that subscribe button you know why tomorrow that's right seven days a week you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.